Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we attempt to actually slow things down, help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, and make the news make sense. Uh, and a lot to be done, not just a lot to talk about today, but a lot to do. If you've been uh, following the program over the uh, last few weeks, we've been highlighting this wonderful project, uh, Project Protect, which is really the community coming together, a wide range of organizations coming together to uh, create and sew masks, uh, five million, actually. We've talked about this in terms of my kind of math. One plus one equals five million. We've been following the progress of that. Really pleased to be joined today by Sarah Weaver. She is the editor of The Church News uh, as part of the uh, DMC family here. So, Sarah, welcome back to the program. It's nice to be here. Uh, you've been following this uh, this project very closely over the last couple of weeks. The, the goal was 5 million masks in five weeks. We're partway through uh, all of that. Uh, you were out this morning uh, checking out uh, people coming to pick up. It's Tuesday, so picking up some uh, kits today. Yeah, it, it is amazing to me that as the COVID-19 pandemic intensified in this state, medical professionals turned to a place that uh, often is not the solution. They they turned to community, yeah. and and the Utah community responded like you cannot believe. At 9 a.m. this morning in Riverton, Utah, cars lined up um, – to deliver protective medical gear that they had so that they were this morning they were getting the Picking kits. Picking up the kits, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but but this is a response of of huge proportion. Yeah, it, it's amazing, and it's just one more example of community driven solutions. Community is uh, always going to be more efficient, more effective than the government. Um, and uh, I, I understand they do need more volunteers, even if they volunteered before. We'll come back to that in just a minute if people are uh, ready to crank up the sewing machine and get going today. Uh, but want to bring in some of the, the different partners. Uh, you've, had, you've been involved in conversations over the last couple of weeks. And uh, first, I want to play a little clip from uh, President Gene B. Bingham, the General Relief Society president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, she's been a big part of this uh, project from the beginning. And let's get her perspective in terms of what this project is really all about. It starts with an individual and now we have one individual at a time who signs up on Just Serve and then they come one car at a time, 
one person at a time, they sew one mask at a time, and then they bring them all back. One person at a time makes a huge difference. It's like a, you're talking about a waterfall, you know, one drop, but when all come together, then look at the power that those ones have together. So, Sarah, we're, we're talking about the, the ones, the individuals that are actually picking up these kits, uh, sewing these masks, again, five millions, but it really has been a, a community project. You know, there's, there's partners in this, medical providers, University of Utah. It, it has been impressive that uh, from the top down, those people who are sponsoring this project are on the ground working. And, and one of those people we had the opportunity to meet was Julie Harris. Call was to make five million masks in five weeks, and that's all through Just Serve and ProjectProtect.Health. And that's where they can sign up, and we'll be doing this every week. They sign up uh, towards the end of the week, pick up masks on Tuesday, drop them back off at that same location on Saturday. So, again, that's Julie Harris. Uh, she was representing the University of Utah. And, again, a reminder that you can still go to uh, either uh, Project Protect or uh, to Just Serve uh, and sign up. They still need volunteers today for sure. Uh, it was interesting. We were we were chatting with Sharon Eubanks, who uh, heads up Latter-day Saint Charities uh, the other weekend. And uh, she was amazed at just the variety of the people uh, who were pulling up to be part of this great uh, community-driven project. I was at the Murray DI last week on Saturday watching people come in, and what struck me was the variety of people who are coming. So, you know, in a Cadillac are an elderly couple with matching face masks, you know, and they, they've worked all week, and they're so excited. And right behind them is a monster truck with a young couple with kids strapped in back seats, you know, and they're bringing theirs. And every car was somebody different with a different situation. And to me, this really points out, this is Utah. This is who we are, and we respond to situations like this. Uh, so, again, that's uh, Sharon Eubank, who heads Latter-day Saint Charities and has been a, such an integral part of this whole process. And I, I love her description from the Cadillac to the monster truck. Uh, it really is Utah and everyone showing up and, and doing that in a big way. Uh, Sarah, as you mentioned earlier, you were out this morning uh, and uh, watching some of this take place. And I, I love that you mentioned this fact that whether it's the University of Utah or Latter-day Saint Charities, uh, all these other groups, IHC, uh, it's not just a call to action, but the leaders, the leaders are going out and doing the work. Yeah, one of the sponsors of this of this community initiative is the Release Society of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And the Release Society General Presidency has been on the ground from day one. They have been passing out kits. They've been taking in pit kits. They've been doning masks. And uh, this morning was no exception. Sister Reina Alberto was was there with her feet on the ground, talking to people and thanking them for their efforts. Yeah. We are still looking for volunteers to, to come and, and pick up the, the material to make the masks so they can take them home. We, we need more people. So the fact that you already helped last few weeks doesn't mean that we, you cannot help again. Please come and, and, and finish your masks, involve your neighbors, involve your families, involve everyone. Uh, that's Sister Roberto again. A, a call to action today. Whether you've uh, already sewn some masks or not, uh, the call is still open. They ne- do need more volunteers today to pick up masks. You pick up masks, uh, the kits, on a Tuesday, and then you deliver them on Saturday. And uh, there's been a lot of great people throughout the state of Utah 
who have jumped in and, and done that and literally millions of masks. Uh, it's such an amazing thing. Uh, I want to get one more uh, quick sound from uh, Sister Roberto, who talked about what this really means to the community uh, and both to those who are doing the service and for those who will receive the and be the beneficiaries of the service. And now we see this project coming into fruits, you know, and making those masks one by one, five million masks. So I just would like to express my gratitude to all of them that are helping, but also to the people that are in the hospitals and clinics and everywhere trying to help us. And so I'm so grateful for them. I think that we are all ministering to each other. This is true ministering, just seeing that someone needs help and, and trying to help them. Community-driven solutions uh, is always going to beat uh, and have the biggest impact. Uh, Sarah, just uh, about a minute left here. Uh, just any other thoughts or observations? Again, you've been following this very closely for the last couple of weeks. Uh, what have you seen? What have you sensed? Uh, what's uh, what's the future look like for this? Well, you know, Boyd, I have often heard you say on this radio show that the opposite of fear is action. Mm-hmm. And that is what we are seeing as as individuals participate in this project, it's it's one stitch, it's one mask, it's one person, it's one car uh, that protects one medical provider mm. who treats one patient, yeah. and and ultimately we hope we'll be able to save one life. Yeah, it, it is the uh, the best of the Utah model in action. I love it. It's it's the public sector, it's the private sector, it's volunteer organizations, faith groups. Uh, everyone coming together to do something good. We talk about that a lot on this program. Uh, and there's still opportunities to jump in on this Project Protect. Uh, you can go online to Project Protect or Just Serve uh, and sign up there, pick up your kit, and get your sewing machine rolling. Uh, I know I, my boys actually helped uh, my wife uh, in the sewing department, uh, and that was a good skill set for them to pick up. And so a lot of that to, to happen. Uh, Sarah, we appreciate your coverage of this and uh, your insight into these great leaders from across the board to making a difference in our community. Thanks for having me. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to talk about teachers today. Really excited to have Sid Dixon join us. Uh, don't go away. Much more to come right here on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.